0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh, glad to see you here, and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 137 of this podcast. Make sure you're listening to this episode and the rest of the episodes at a speed you are comfortable at. Uh, this episode is going to be slightly different in the sense that uh, I'm recording this completely differently. In the past, what I've done is I've noted every single thing down that I want to speak and I've, I've done the analysis beforehand. This time, however, I haven't written down much. It's, it's just four lines, like literally all things considered four lines. And I'll just be reading off uh, off of my screen. So it's, it's, in a sense, it's a very live episode uh, instead of the pre-recorded ones. But of course, this is also pre-recorded. Uh, so I'm hoping that, you know, this is, uh, this is better or at least it's not, you know, worse than before. The reason why I'm doing this is because it, it's, it, it's going to save me a bunch of time. And uh, that's, that's the most important thing right now. So let's get started. We are seeing a massive f i net selling value of three thousand three hundred and thirty six crore in the red well, in the red meaning uh, selling so in the negative and the d i s buying value is two seven eight five crore so overall the values are quite high, and I'm assuming that's because they today they of course had to square off some of their um, well i mean they had to square off all of their feb expiry ones. They might have carried forward or not. That really depends. Uh, the ADR was 0.5, so it's it's all right. It's it's still um, not as bad as we've seen in the past, but nowhere near as good as uh, what it can be. Again, this this is generally more of a sustainable ADR from what I've seen, uh, because I've seen positive days. I've seen you know consecutive positive positive days, despite the ADR being um, you know in, in like below one. So. It's not too bad not really a major concern in terms of the volume that we're seeing it's it's alright like it it really isn't uh, that great we've seen higher volume in the past despite what the the FIDI uh, data indicates because those are some massive numbers we've seen higher numbers in the past we've seen higher market caps in the past as well so uh, you know it really it really isn't uh, it really isn't the highest that we've seen Interestingly, VIX is down today. VIX, was, VIX has been up pretty much consistently since uh, since a few days. It was it was down today, so uh, make what you want of that. Of course, that means the volatility was low, uh, but the impact of that and the reasoning behind that, I'll leave that to you to for you to infer. I'm curious to know what you feel, so do let me know what you feel. Uh, but that's just open to imp- interpretation. And as far as the underlying stocks are concerned, uh, I'd identified a few BTST slash shorter-term swing trades yesterday, last night, uh, very late at night, actually, and all but one of them were in the red today. So clearly not really a good day for, um, you know, some of the stocks which are at support. In fact, I'm seeing a lot of the ones that I identified in the, you know, top loser list for Nifty. Which is uh, which is kind of tragic, but not as tragic as it would have been had I entered into those and then they'd have gone down. So that's all good. Uh, But all things considered, it's actually very odd to see so many stocks, you know, going consistently in the red. And even my, you know, holdings have been in the red since since like pretty much two three weeks or so consistently because of what we've been seeing. Of course, not all of them, but some of them. So. By the looks of it, by you know, as we as we'll come to in the analysis section, you'll you'll know why I'm saying this. But by the looks of it, it looks like things are sort of stabilizing, or at least they're trying to stabilizing uh, as 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 much as they can, uh, which is of course going to be a positive thing because that shows that uh, the market is is done with that paranoia and the market is over that stage of uh, negativity, sideways movements, whatever you want to classify it as the market is done with that and now it wants to continue its uh its previous uptrend or at least you know marginal uptrend is what we were seeing so uh let's let's get started with that now nifty closed at eleven thousand six thirty three point three it's down forty five points right now and with an a d r of fifteen is to thirty five which is really not too good um it's 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 well placed in the sense that some stocks which were at support did go up, but a lot of the others failed. We have inherently strong stocks like uh, Titan, like Kotak Bank, like Axis Bank, and like HUL, which are in the green right now. In fact, I'm very uh, you know surprised to see Yes Bank and Tata Motors also in the green today. Uh, but those stocks are in the green. However, you know stocks which had even slight weaknesses like wipro and z limited ongc upl of those are in the red so uh and you know they are significantly in the red so i'm assuming that 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 was a mix of uh you know the continuing paranoia that's going on add to that the general downtrend that we've been seeing on these stocks since quite some time and that's what led these uh, you know down uh for the day so what i was talking about in the previous segment re- uh, regarding you know it's sort of easing off on that selling pressure is very visible is very apparent if you look at the chart for the day whether you look at the, the intraday chart which shows um a very mild w pattern or if you look at the daily chart which shows a hammer pattern one thing is for sure that it definitely had support uh at lower levels and this was the kind of support that it really never uh, has experienced before so again that's a very good sign because in the past we've seen when I, when I say in the past i'm talking about literally this past week it's seen just a consistent consistent down move not as much support at those lower levels as one would imagine after such a fall but today was uh today was the exception to that because it made a new low of uh, uh 536 yes and this is a swing low. So after it made that low, it went up, climbed back almost 100 points, uh, just like three three points away from 100 points, which is quite a significant amount if you think about it, especially when you consider that that uh, day's low was made right around noon or right after noon. So it, 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 it did not have a lot of time to gain 100 points, but still managed to do that, uh, which is good. It, it probably shows that um, A... Uh, you know the feb expiry uh, shorts were covering b it probably shows that people are saying that okay you know now it's enough is enough Uh, let's let's go back and let's probably enjoy our short profits and then see how things go and see it's probably saying that all right the coronavirus situation has sort of died down a bit no pun intended Um, and even the Delhi tension is sort of probably easing off. Yesterday was a cabinet meeting, of course, we haven't heard anything, um, but this isn't uh, isn't a podcast talking about Delhi, so we'll skip that. And it's probably just all of those things which are going on, and in case you're wondering, by the way, coronavirus is, while it's not really a good thing at all, the survival rates are like 97.6%, and uh, that's that's a great figure it's far better than ebola which was like 80 or 90% was the mortality rate for that and that's a terrible stat so sure the market is panicking but if you just look at the number of infected people versus the number of deaths you'll see that it it really isn't something that um, you know that that warrants such a crazy uh, you know uh, fear so that's my take on that now if we speak about you know where the global indices are i was just looking at it and nasdaq looks like it's in the green hang sang looks like it looks like it's in the green and set composite and Shanghai are in the green uh, apart from that all of, the, all of the others are in the red as far as nifty's sectoral indices are concerned we've got fmcg doing good pharma doing good pharma of course at sun pharma are doing great today so i'm assuming that's one of the drivers for uh, what we saw happening today. In terms of the broad market indices, we're seeing nothing uh, nothing good happening, in fact even the fixed income indices, which were doing reasonably well, are down by quite a lot. So really not a good, good sign. Uh, but if we go by the negative uh, beta that generally is there, the negative correlation that generally is there between fixed income and equity, we should probably be seeing a positive move uh, <clears throat> tomorrow or so because today was negative Pure purely just going by that uh logical loan as far as uh you know the, the the levels for the day are concerned yesterday we would spoken about how 11,633 coincidentally is such an important level because it has a gap that it, that was there earlier there are several supports and resistances at that level so i i literally remember saying 633 So (laughs) it's very interesting to see NFT just stopping at 11.633 only and I swear that is not me Uh, (laughs) but uh, it's it's, again very interesting to see that happening again if you look at uh, I'll just you know I'll actually just help you with the date as well if you look at 21st May 2019 and if you just make a line from there you'll understand like if you look at the chart you'll understand what I was talking about. So that has been respected. What has not been respected is the 200-day moving average. And uh, to be fair, it had like 150 points to gain from that low if it wanted to respect the 200 DMA. So it's it's understandable, I feel, because at least it has respected uh, the 0% fib level. It's closed above that level, which is a good sign. It's also closed right around yesterday's low, which shows that it's probably <coughs> preferring yesterday's levels to what we saw, um, you know, today. So that's another good sign. Another thing that I want to talk about in Nifty, and uh, this is to some extent applicable to Bank Nifty as well. If you recall, uh, 20th September was the corporate tax cut, and it was probably the most positive day that I've seen. Uh, If I remember correctly, it was the most positive day we've seen in 10 years or so. So at that time, the market was trading at around the trend line that I've drawn here and the market is just a few points away from that trend line right now so if it wants to go around that trend line tomorrow it's at around 11,400 so 200 points here and there that trend line is there so I'm assuming that that is also going to have some impact and we are also going to see it bounce up from there potentially so it's still got a good 200 points of uh, you know leeway there but uh, of course, I I feel that that is probably going to be the last draw of sorts for uh, Nifty if it wants to even attempt a recovery. If not, it'll probably just continue going down. Because <clears throat> and I'm guilty of this as well that I end up saying that hey, you know, let's see if that may if if this takes support here. It it really doesn't matter if it's you know if it's in a downtrend if it's in a guaranteed downtrend. Then it really will not care about supports, and you know even if it does, those will be short-term and temporary. So that's something we need to understand. You know, a lot of people end up being perma bulls or perma bears, where you are just constantly hoping for a recovery or hoping that the markets will crack. That really isn't the case. We need to be flexible always. So that's my take on that. As far as bank Nifty is concerned. Uh, it's right at the 200 day daily moving average, so that's a good sign. And uh, the day's low almost like kind of filled in the gap that it had um, between 3rd and 4th Feb. So that's a good sign as well. Uh, it has, however, broken uh, out of that 40 RSI uh, support, so that is not a good sign. As far as the weekly chart goes, it's at 50 MA, so I'm hoping that that 50 MA uh, is held and uh, the same case is true for uh, nifty as well it's at the 50 ma line on the day on the weekly chart so if it wants to um, you know close above the 50 ma we're looking at a 700 plus close at least so just to you know just to make sure that we are on the same page i'm talking about it, an 11 700 plus close at least if that does not happen then uh, we, we we might potentially see it breaching that 50MA and that is not really a good sign unless it recovers back soon after. So on the monthly chart, since you know this is almost the end of the month, uh, we've got Nifty right at the 13 MA line, which is which it's coasted along uh, very comfortably. So any level which is a, a bit below what it is where it is right now is not going to you know hold well. Any level above is going to be fine. Uh, the level where it's at is fine as well for bank nifty on the monthly chart we're looking at something extremely similar it's at that 13 ma line in fact it's got um, it's got a good 170 points of uh, move uh, and range down below so the 13 ma is at 30,011 or so so it's got a few points uh, to go bank nifty by the way is at 30,187 because I haven't noted it down I sort of completely forgot to talk about it and where it closed so, it is down 119 points and I'll just help you with the ADR as well. Uh, it's it's slightly, you know, weird to talk about it without having it noted down. So, you might uh, notice me talking about some concepts a bit more repeating. All of that is because this is a bit new to me. I'm sure I'll get used to it with time. Uh, now, 4 advances and 8 declines for Bank Nifty. And uh, that's that's not really a good ratio, but we've seen worse again. Yes, Bank was um, one of the one of the stocks which was, you know, in the middle, sort of in the middle. Uh, but most of the positive stocks were on the positive side. Uh, you know, most of the stronger stocks, not the positive stocks. So most of the stronger stocks were on the positive side, uh, even if it's mildly. So we just saw ICICI Bank and Indocent Bank being negative, uh, which is all right. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're seeing as far as Bank Nifty is concerned. And let's move to my trades. Technically, I took just one trade today, but in practice, it was more of two because uh, it was just one call. And, like, I exited it and I re-entered into it. Uh, so, on the first call that I took, the first time that I took the call uh, for the in the day, it was around 20-25% ROI. The second time that I took it uh the cost had come down to approximately what I had paid for uh, paid for it earlier so I thought that you know it's a good value we're seeing uh, a good sign on the charts as well so I entered into it uh, I was making possibly fifteen percent additional on that one so me being me I chose to hold on to it because again my view was 11.630. 11, those were the approximate views that I was having. So I held on to it and unfortunately it dropped to 11.560 as a result the call's price went down to 11, uh, not 11, as as, as a result the call's price went down to around 64 or so which is where I had to exit Uh, because I didn't want the net to be turned negative I was like you know it's fine Um, instead of making a loss I'll just exit at break even. So I exited it as luck would have it though (laughs) that, that, that call ended up closing. Um a very very good amount we're seeing nifty spot being eleven six thirty three it was an eleven five hundred call so one thirty rupees is what I'm assuming the call's value was. If that was the case, then I'd have made a very nice hundred percent ROI on that because the call was at sixty four or so uh but that's fine you know risk management measure i've I've lost enough to know that uh, things could have gone you know south very very easily and very very fast. So uh, while it is definitely not a good thing, while I'm definitely not too happy about it, and I'm not too excited about it at all, it's it it happens. It really isn't a big deal. Uh, so I'll just I'll as as you'll see in the lessons for the day, uh, it it you know when you're when you're trading spires, all of this is very common, and you need to prepare yourself for that. So without any further ado, let's get started with with the lessons. So my lesson for the day is related to expiry trading and uh, if you recall like in the previous segment uh, I told you how the calls price went down to my cost and then below my cost. Now what was actually happening here uh, you need a bit of context so back when I actually bought the call so it was I believe at 83 or so and when it was at 83 it was holding on that level fairly well so I entered into it right after though. It, it dropped quite hard down down to about 60 or so i held on to it because again my my view was not uh, too short term it was still eod so i held on to it and uh, when it actually came back to that spot level so i believe the spot was at 50 or 60 or something it was at 50 550 so when it came to 550 after making a new low the option price was still still not uh, still not at my cost, so it, I actually had to wait for the spot to go to 11.570 for the price to actually come to my cost, and then I ended up making a profit on uh, you know the first call. So that was the very first sign for me. That was the very first lesson for me that uh, you know sometimes on in in you know on days like these expiry days and such. If if the call prices want to align with the spot, you know, in the sense that uh, right now it's 633. So 600 call would have closed at around 30, 33 rupees. If that aligning has to happen, if that theta decay has to just completely go and wipe away, um, <coughs> it will happen at times like these when the movement is there, but it's not as fast because had the movement been fast, uh, it would have been able to sustain it and uh, I'd have, uh, you know, recovered that initial MTM uh, loss faster and then I would have made a higher profit. So that's the very first thing that stood out And I know if you aren't into calls and if you aren't into derivatives in general, you probably won't uh, Take a lot away from this But if you are into all that or if you want to get into all this uh, soon, then I'm sure that this will help so once that happened um, I re-entered into it because it went down a bit more so it it worked out well as I said 15% or so I think was the additional gain that I was making on that and then it fell flat again so it went to approximately where I had picked it up originally but then the cost was cost was down again 10 rupees or so from what I had paid so I was like you know can't do it just can't do it so I had to exit it and uh, again right after it it sort of bounced up so. One one thing that I've seen happening a lot on expiry days, especially when I re-enter, is, uh, you know, it goes down, like it'll, it'll probably just go down a bit below your cost or it'll, it'll give you a, a reasonable MTM loss, um, or at least, you know, a s- significant or not, it really depends, but it'll give you uh, a sizable MTM loss. And after that, it there's a chance that it might just shoot up. So that is something you just have to be... Uh, familiar with and that's something you're gonna have to accept uh, if you're trading expiries uh, so yeah I mean it's it's more of a working slash practical lesson because this is something that I experienced today and I've I've observed this happening in the past as well so if you aren't into you know options especially option longing or like shorting applies but it's, it'll probably be the opposite lesson for you uh, but especially if you aren't into longing options, then uh, this is probably not going to make a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if just just like a disclaimer, if you if you are new to this and uh, you don't know what options are and you are very curious about them, do not even bother. Trust me. Um, if 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 you aren't comfortable with them, it'll, it'll burn you. So yeah, that's that's it for this episode. I hope you found this helpful and informative. I hope this wasn't too bad because. Again, I'm recording this as live as I can. And uh, happy trading tomorrow. See you in the next one.